Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in this live broadcast. I know it's been uh, a day or so since we've done the last broadcast, and I do apologize dealing with some housekeeping issues and, you know, all the various moving parts that are going on right now in our world. So please forgive me. Uh, but we do like to try to keep you as updated as we can and have these conversations so that we can, you know, just know what's going on in our world as we watch this madness unfold and try to make sense of it all. And um, so that's what we'll try to do today. We're going to talk about some of the things that are going on, you know, just some updates. I know they're one of the big ones, of course, has been the mainstream media. I think it started about two days ago with reporting that uh, Attorney General William Barr, who, by the way, I met one time. And when I did meet him, I told him, Mr. Barr, you will be the biggest hero in, in, in this era if you prosecute these criminals. That was the only thing I got to say. I only had like a second to talk to him. But I said, if you if you prosecute these criminals, you will be like a uh, modern day hero in America. And I truly believe that, you know, but um, the guy just looked at me. It wasn't much of a response. I was hoping I would get like, yeah, I'm working on it or, you know, but not, not much of a response. Uh, but anyways, um, you know, it came out that uh, what basically what he's saying is, is that, um, you know, he uh, he looked in, I guess, a little bit of information about the election, but so far they haven't seen much. And then reporting came out that uh, it was misconstrued by the AP that they're just saying that they're still continually looking into the elections. But, you know, let me just say this. I mean, first of all, you always got to wait a couple of days because the mainstream media puts a big spin on things. I do know that. And so, you know, you have to take what the mainstream media says with a grain of salt. We've seen that time and time again. I mean, all you got to do is look at the reporting on Russia and the Russian collusion. We would have all thought that President Trump would have been in jail by now if we listened to them, right? I mean, they had smoking gun evidence. And remember, Adam Schiff came out, smoking gun evidence. If you knew what I knew, you know, I can't tell you yet, but you're all going to see very soon. Well, we never saw any of it, you know. So you can't believe the mainstream media. I think many of us have really learned that, especially over the course of the last four years. Uh, we've learned that the mainstream media is pretty much owned 90%, some say 95% by six corporations, some say five now because there was a merger. Uh, but whether it's five or six or 90 or 95%, regardless, that's a large amount of the media that's owned by what we would refer to as the swap, right? So uh, you got to always take that into account. We've had some recent set, I, I, not even setbacks, I would say uh, discouraging, disparaging uh, realizations when we saw Fox News uh, on election night call the election prematurely in Arizona. Um, you know, we saw their reporting. It almost now appears as you look in hindsight, and of course, hindsight's always twenty twenty, that uh, they have been controlled opposition in many aspects. And we, we saw the, the wife of uh, one of the Murdoch sons tweet out, we got him out, talking about President Trump. I've talked about that in, in past broadcasts. So, you know, we kind of know where Fox News stands and people say, well, are you watching Tucker still? Or are you watching Hannity? I like Hannity. I've talked about that. You know, I'm not really watching anybody else on Fox anymore. I don't like turning on the channel because personally, I don't want to give them my ratings. <laughs> you know, the Nielsen ratings. I don't even want to give them ratings. So I watch, you know, what I, where do I get my news? I do a lot of research. You know, I, I read all, you know, foreign uh, newspapers and, uh, you know, things from Australia, from Europe, from you know, different parts of the world, you know, every single day I wake up and I go all over different places. And then of course we look at, you know, 
just so much of information. I talk to key people, and that's where the worldview that I come from, you know, of course it's biblical. I come from a biblical worldview. So we take everything into account through prayer and through discernment. But you know, when I'm people say, where do you get your information? I and mean, we do have sources and we do have people that are in high positions around the country that feed us information. Um, and even when we trust them, we still vet what they say because we don't want to be putting out information that's fake. So it's a huge weight and it's not something that I've ever intended to do as a pastor because really as a pastor, I'd be you know much more happy just talking about the gospel. And I really believe that at some point soon, that's kind of where we're going with this because regardless of who wins, you know, we need to get people safe, set free, healed, delivered. We need a, a revival in our nation is what we need. And I think we've we've all now kind of seen how far this country got off course because the church was kind of asleep and uh, many people just kind of, you know, were asleep at the wheel. Um, you know, they weren't preaching the truth. They weren't standing up to the enemy and the many, uh, you know, different things that were happening covertly behind the scenes for years whether it was the way that they tried to take over the educational institutions, whether it was the way uh, they changed our history in the, in, the, in the textbooks, you know, guys like Howard Zinn, uh, Dinesh D'Souza did a good job in his movie of reporting on some of that, you know, but there's a lot of activists on the local level that are fighting, you know, and, and a lot of government, you know, is local. You know, we've allowed the school boards and the state, you know, state school boards and the, and you know, the not not national level, but local level community leadership really become the swamp too. So it's not just in DC. It's, you know, there's swamp everywhere. There's people that are compromised, that have taken bribes, that, you know, have allowed China to infiltrate. You know, we're understanding, I mean, Lindsey, uh, not Lindsey Powell, Sydney Powell said in the news conference in, in Georgia yesterday, she said, you know, uh, the swamp is like 20% deeper than I even thought. And here's a woman who's very well versed, who's, you know, uh, been the attorney for General Michael Flynn as a three-star general and very read in on, you know, top information, intelligence, you know, knows where the bodies are buried. And even he, his attorney said the swamp is bigger than what we even thought about 20%, she said. So when you look at this vast corruption and you see what the president's trying to do, and one of the things that he said in his speech yesterday, which by the way, it was so weird, you know, he did a speech yesterday. He said it was one of the most important speeches, if not the most important speech that he ever gave. And you know what the crazy thing about it is, is a lot of the networks didn't even cover it. Um, I did notice that OAN covered it, but you know, I think Newsmax may have covered it, but I don't even think Fox covered it. I mean, it was a very, uh, you know, a lot of people said, what do you mean? I didn't even know the president spoke. Well, that's where we're at right now is, is that the mainstream media aren't even picking up the president of the United States. And so, you know, is there evidence of voter fraud? That's what people ask me. Is there evidence of voter fraud? Absolutely. There's significant, significant evidence of voter fraud. Uh, you know, people say, well, were the prophets wrong in saying that President Trump won? No, because President Trump did win. You know, they say, well, Pastor Todd, are you going to recant on saying that you felt like the president's going to win? No. I mean, we know the president won, ladies and gentlemen. He won by a landslide. He won probably, honestly, by the biggest landslide in the history of our country. I mean, uh, Lynn Wood said yesterday it could be as many as 400 electoral votes. I mean, a absolute landslide, but it was such a coordinated effort of the deep state and foreign governments that worked together, um, you know, in tandem to 
you know, just in every possible way possible, I mean, you thinkable to use fraudulent votes, dead people, you know, we've gone over all these things. I mean, the Dominion system, on and on and on and on. So it's not whether President Trump won or didn't win, it's the fact that what's gonna happen at this point. And one of the things, and, and, and you know, this is the biggest weight, like I said, as a pastor, as a man of God, as a Christian, I know what my accusers tell me, you know, come on, we, we see the, the accusers out there. And by the way, I, you know, I have a podcast, you guys can listen to the podcast and uh, it's on YouTube and it's on, um, you know, all these different podcasting platforms. Just put Todd Coconato show and you'll be able to hear the Todd Coconato podcast. So please follow me on that, by the way, because we never know the censorship, you know, and it's all on my website. But, you know, what we talk about a lot is, is that it's a huge weight because I never thought that God would put this particular calling on me, but it's a huge way to report. And there's a lot of people that say, Pastor Todd, we just trust, you know, you're reporting or people like you, Lance Walnew and others that are out there. You know, we don't even listen to mainstream news anymore because we don't know who we can trust. And, you know, we know that you love the Lord. And so we trust you. And so that's a big, that's a big weight. And so I want to make sure that, you know, I steward that in a way that's appropriate before the Lord, because it is very important to me to make sure that I am giving you good information, information that is spiritually accurate. Because if, if the pastors in America can't do that, who do we turn to? We'll have a massive credibility crisis. Think about this. Can't trust the media, can't trust politicians, can't trust the schools. You know, I mean, the pastors are like the last line. If you can't trust the pastors, who do you trust? I mean, really, at what point do you just say, you know, we're in a like, you know, Neo um, in, in the Matrix, which we basically are anyways. There has to be a, a, a place where you say, okay, I can trust somebody. And that's where we want to give you the safe haven, where as pastors, as Christians, as remnant people, and I, I'm, I know there's a lot of pastors that don't get it, that are t not, not hearing a discernment and wisdom right now, and they're totally off base, and I'm sorry about that. I, there's nothing I can do. But what I'm trying to tell you is this, where we're at right now, is, is, you know, in the initial stages, I said, there's going to be evidence. We're going to show you evidence. There's going to be a massive amount of evidence. What happened? Evidence came out. And, the, and, and it's only begun because there's more evidence that will continue to come out. And the problem is, there, it's, there's a couple of problems here. The first problem is, is that it's, it's not the evidence. It's not that Trump didn't win. Trump did win, and we have the evidence. Okay, so these are two things that I can tell you as a pastor and I feel before the Lord as a man of God, I'm not lying to you. I'm not stretching the truth. This is accurate. He did win and we have the evidence. The problem is, and there, sorry, there's a train passing right now. The problem is, is, is are the courts going to listen to the evidence? Are they going to allow the president in the Supreme Court to present his case? And that is where I'm not sure. Okay, now I know, and I've told you this, I've never seen so many Christians praying, fasting, standing in faith. I know there's a lot of doubters out there. I know people say that, you know, they've never seen the church more divided. Yes, there is division, unfortunately. Yes, there are people that believe the complete lie of the deep state. They're totally in the matrix. They have no idea what's going on whatsoever. And they call themselves Christians. I get that. But as I've differentiated the other day, there's also the remnant body who we are the remnant. You know, those that understand, have discernment, believe in the full Bible, 
are willing to stand by the full Bible, are willing to inquire of the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit how we pray. We're filled with the Spirit. We believe God's still in the miracle working business. So the remnant church, here we are. What is God telling us? You know, and I keep saying, I think we're still meant to pray. And, and many of us feel that we're still meant to pray. And so the issue is we need to pray that the court will allow President Trump and his legal team to present the case. Because, you know, I mean, it, it is nothing short of a miracle that Amy Coney Barrett got in there right before the election. I mean, that was pretty amazing. And that flip from being a very demonic woman that was in that position, I'm sorry, but she was, a woman that fought for death and, you know, all these different uh, unbiblical things. And, you know, gosh, I mean, I don't even want to talk about it. But the woman that replaced her was kind of like what Kim Clement said, a virtuous woman, an Esther type, right? A virtuous woman. And so when you look at from a prophetic standpoint, and I've, I've been posting a lot of people that have been giving prophecies, you know, I mean, these people are saying, hey, you know, we still feel like, you know, we need to pray. We still feel like Donald Trump's going to win. Right. And so there, it, this is a tough time because it's like blind faith. And, you know, we don't want to give people a false hope and we don't want to lead people the wrong way. You know, and at the end of the day, God's on the throne. And like I wrote the other day, you know, if Biden wins. God's still on the throne. Jesus is still Lord. We're still going to be doing what we do. Okay. But the whole thing is, though, is, is that we don't give up before the battle is over. Okay. And, and I, I posted a scripture about the battle belonging to the Lord. You know, we need to show up. We need to do our part. You know, we need to be like Isaiah and say, send me, I'll go. And then we show up, right? Like, like David, you know, with his little sling. I mean, you know, he didn't have much armor, you know, he didn't have much, he was a little guy, he got a huge giant in front of him, but what did he do? He slayed the giant, right? So is it possible from a theological standpoint, from a biblical standpoint, from a Christian standpoint, is it possible that Donald Trump can win? Absolutely it is. Because we've seen God do miracles and we've seen him do them at the, at the 1159 hour and he requires the saints of God to pray and he requires us to say some things only through prayer and fasting. And, you know, he says, um, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please me. So we got to please him by having faith. So when you look at all the things that the word of God says, from a theological standpoint, from a biblical standpoint, from a faith standpoint, can Donald Trump win still? Yes, I do believe he can. Okay. But here's the thing. We've got to pray right now because there's massive warfare. They're trying to intimidate people like me. They're trying to silence people like me. They're trying to come after anybody that's that, I mean, some of these stories. I can't share everything with you. I wish I could, but then we lay all our cards out there and I can't lay all the cards out. I can only share what I can share. I wish I could share it all. Trust me. I wish I could just lay it all out for you guys, the whole situation. But you know what I know if I did that though, what would I be doing? I'd be giving the enemy the information also and, and, and like showing them our, our plays. So I can't do that. But what I can tell you is, is that there is hope and there is evidence and you know Donald Trump did win but at this point it's going it's going to need a move of God because the the challenges on the natural in the natural is the certification continues to happen with these states and at some point you know it's going to be enough to certify a win for quote unquote Joe Biden okay i'm just telling you the natural because i have to lay this out to you guys okay um, so at that point, then it would need to be overturned. The, the, they would need to be overturned. Now the, the electoral college. Now they're, you know, we still got to like, like 14, 
14 more days or so, 13, 14 more days. But, you know, a lot needs to happen in those days. So, you know, could something happen? Yeah, of course it could. Now, let me lay out some things that are possible here. Okay, so let's just say they, they keep certifying. And I know these state courts like, you know, Pennsylvania, uh, Wisconsin, these state Supreme Courts, they keep denying President Trump, uh, even his day in court, to even present the evidence. Very discouraging if you look at it in the natural, right? So, you know, what does that mean? Well, it means that it could go to the Supreme Court if the Supreme Court's willing to take the case. So then let's just say it goes to the Supreme Court. You're in the Supreme Court. Is the Supreme Court going to be willing, okay, we got to think about this, are they going to be willing to rule on something that's so substantial that it would overturn the election results? Are they willing to do that? Because that would be historic in nature. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, we have to believe that they would, but I don't know, you know? Um, so we'll have to see what happens there, right? And uh, like I said, we got, you know, oh, I think it's like 13 days, 12 days, something like that, till that certification takes place. You know, I think it's December 14th, around that time. So we'll have to see if the Supreme Court's willing to step in. We'll have to see, you know, if they're willing to overturn the certification. But then there's another, let me give you another possibility here. Let's just, okay, I'm going through all the possibilities today because I want to encourage you, but I also want to give you the realistic standpoint so you understand. Let's just say this whole thing was a big sting operation. Let's say that there were some hackers on the, on the good guy's side. They call them white hats. Let's say that those guys, this is just a hypothetical, but let's just say those guys were able to show that there was, you know, backdoor openings in the Dominion system that was connected to the internet. And they were able to show that these countries like China, Serbia, Iran, you know, some, some other countries involved, right? Wouldn't that be foreign interference in an election? And then what happens in that case? So what if we're able to prove that there's foreign intervention in the US election? Then here's the thing, again, more information, right? I mean, we already have all this information, more information. A lot of people are already not uh, believing that the, you know, the, the vote was legitimate. Even some people on the Democrat side know that there's been some fraud that's taken place here. So it just depends on who believes and how much, right? So let's just all lay this out now. So President Trump did win, right? There was massive fraud, okay? He has the evidence. He has the evidence. There might even be hackers, very good chance, that are on the good guy side, the white hats, that can prove that there's foreign interference. But let's just say all this stuff is true and nothing happens. And let's just say Joe Biden gets in and is inaugurated in January. Okay, so let's just think, let's just think this through. Okay, so that happens, right? What's gonna happen in our country when so many people know that there's been fraud? What's gonna happen to those 74 plus million people, maybe 80 million people that are disenfranchised and realize that this whole thing is a sham. I mean, are we gonna ever trust the voting system again? Are we gonna even wanna vote anymore? Are we gonna feel like we live in a banana republic and that our vote just doesn't even count? I mean, how much damage is done by this? Can we ever trust the election system again in the United States? 
And we're, we're the shining city on a hill. We're the great republic that the rest of the world, the whole world is watching. What are they going to say? I mean, how are we going to feel? What are we going to say to our children? You know, like, hey, there was this election back in 2020. And guess what? It was robbed. It was stolen. And no one did a darn thing about it. So let me pose these questions, okay? Let me pose these questions. And then I'm going to bring this to a resolution here. Um, think about if you're Donald Trump. Think if you're Donald Trump. And you know all this is taking place. And you're a patriot. You love the country. You know, you know all these people voted for you. You know you won. You made this speech. The mainstream media aren't even picking up your speech. You're the president of the United States. Big tech and all these uh, social media giants are taking down your followers, disenfranchising them more, silencing them, censoring them. They're having to go on other platforms to even speak. <laughs> you know, I mean, think about this reality that we're in right now, right? There, you know, dissenting voices are silenced. Pastors are silenced. People are threatened. They're, they're, they're literally threatened. They have to, you know, I mean, I can't even tell you guys the stories. It's ridiculous. You have to hire private security. Pastors have to hire private security in today's world. This is how crazy this is. Just for preaching and speaking the truth. So I, I anyways, let's, let's think about all this. Does Trump just give up his, his power and walk out of the White House knowing that they're going to harass him and his family and his businesses, knowing that he's just handed the country over to communist China, who will then take the reins of the 21st century and become the world superpower, initiate the Great Reset, allow all these corrupt people who've been bought and paid for to basically finish out their Agenda 2030 plan, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, Global Reset plan. And basically we go into persecution. It's a whole new world whole new world order. So you got to think about this. Is the president of the United States, because let's just be honest here. I'm going to give you fair and balanced reporting. If the president of the United States literally allows this to happen, if Attorney General Barr literally allows this to happen, how will history, how will history reflect on these two gentlemen? How will history reflect on the state legislators that basically said, okay, we're going to go ahead and certify, even though it's fraud, we know it on a massive scale, international intervention from foreign adversaries. Think about that. So I just, I just want you guys to think tonight, because I want, I want you to think about the, the, uh, the, the supposed reality that the mainstream media is, is, is reporting on. That we're crazy to think there was fraud, even though Remember when they said the riots aren't happening? There's no riots. These are peaceful protests. They're peaceful protests. Well, <laughs> people were sharing on social media all over the peaceful protests. They're burning and looting and beating people up, elderly people. And people are getting beat up and clubbed over the head. And stores are on fire and cities are on fire. I'm driving through towns as I preach and speak. I'm watching, you know, the cities literally burning. And they're saying they're peaceful protests. Well, then eventually what happened was... People started sharing it so much and they just went around the mainstream media. Like I turned on some local Fox News. It wasn't like Fox News, but like the local Fox affiliate in a city that I was traveling in with my family yesterday. And like 
what I was listening to, I was, it was just garbage. I told my wife, I said, let's turn this off. It's just garbage. I mean, listen what they're reporting. It's total nonsense. And Project Veritas comes out and shows you what CNN does literally in their in their conference calls. I mean, we have like inside information here to look at how they say we're not even going to report on Biden's laptop. We're not even going to report that we're only going to report what we deem is true. So are we going to keep believing these people that censor us, threaten us, tell us we're crazy, tell us our vote doesn't count? I mean, how how much do we, you know, take before we finally stop believing them. And and I love what, you know, Lynn Wood said yesterday, you know, he referred to uh, Martin Luther King Jr., but he says, you know, peacefully protest, but we gotta protest. We gotta, we gotta do the peaceful protest. Show up at the legislator's house. Show up at the governor's mansion, you know, beep your horn. Don't get violent, but let them know you're out there supporting. Because, it, 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 you know, we're at a very important precipice moment. And that's why I'm out here. People say, go and be with your family. And listen, I'm with my family. Trust me, we're, we're, we're on the road. We're, you know, I'm doing a little drive around right now so I can do a podcast. Obviously, I'm not in my studio. I'm not in my studio for a reason. There's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. But I will say this. Don't lose the faith. Keep pressing ahead. Keep trusting in God. Stand on the promise of his word. Pray this through. Think logically. Think logically. And at the end of the day, just know my heart when I do these broadcasts is never to mislead, is never to mislead, is always to bring you as much truth as I know in my prayer time and in the information that's coming in. And we know that the president won. We know that there's a plethora of evidence. This is all we've been saying. We know that we need to pray it through. We know that God's been saying to pray. You know, we don't know what the final result's gonna be because we're not God. But we do know that we should be praying. We do know that we shouldn't probably trust the mainstream media because they've lied to us a lot, right? I mean, let's just be honest. They've lied to us a lot. So why would we really trust them at this point? So we're not gonna trust them. I don't trust them. We don't really know, you know, some of these guys like Tucker, I mean, after some of the things that, you know, do I trust him? Is that where I want to get my news? Me personally, no. But, you know, if you want to, I mean, I don't think he's like a horrible guy, but, you know, I think people have a price. I don't know. You know, it's just, it, unfortunately, you know, when somebody is not reporting on the massive amount of fraud, that should be any truth seeker right now that cares about our country should reporting on, should be reporting on the fraud and should also be understandably reporting on the fact that a foreign government China is trying to take over our world and our country because that's what happens if Biden comes in. If Biden comes in, he is somebody that will give up everything that President Trump has tried to do to push back on the globalist agenda and they'll go right back into all the accords and agreements and will continue to just, you know, hemorrhage our wealth, resources, manufacturing and everything to China. And they will overtake the United States, as many people were reporting that they were going to do. They will, in fact, do that at some point, very soon, if Joe Biden is allowed to take the reins. And it would be a very sad day for our country. It would be a very sad day on many levels. But as I have vowed in my statements, and I vow to you now, that regardless of who's president of the United States, we are going to preach the gospel. And we're going to stand for truth. And we're going we're gonna to speak 
you know, in any different way that we possibly can so that people can hear the truth. And we're going to continue to press on because the church of Jesus Christ is the, is the bride. And we will be here until the bridegroom comes on that glorious day. And that we can rule and reign with him for eternity. And that's why I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed to stand for the truth. I'm not ashamed to, to speak about what's going on because I feel it's an obligation and a duty of a minister of the gospel to do, to, to share of the warnings and the concerns and all the different things that are happening in our world. And so we just need to pray right now and stand in faith and believe in faith and trust God. And that's all we can do, show up. We can be like Isaiah. Isaiah was undone in the presence of God. In Isaiah chapter six, he was undone. And, and all he could say in response to being undone is send me, I'll go. And that's all I can say in the response to God. People say, I, I saw someone on here comment a while back, and I didn't even say anything. They said, all oh, pastors want is money. Well, you know, that's some, some pastors may want money. Honestly, we just try to survive, some of us. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, my care is for our nation, is for my family, is for my children, is for the nation that we're going to give to them, the religious liberties and freedoms. I have a strong faith in the Lord because God has revealed himself to me in ways that I couldn't even describe in this broadcast to you so many times in my life. I know he's real. I love him with all my heart. I believe in him with all my heart. I trust in him with all my heart. And that's why I do what I do, ladies and gentlemen. I do it because I trust in the Lord with all my heart. I love him. He is my God. He is my fortress. He is my defense. He is my protector. That's what we do. We stand on the promises of God and his word is true and his word is everlasting and his word will endure and his word is the same yesterday, today and forever. It never changes. And Jesus Christ is the word and the beginning was the word. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. The world is a, the word is alive and living today. That's why they want to silence the word. That's why they want to silence people that are speaking the truth because they don't want the truth of the Bible because it's piercing. It's a, it's a weapon. It's an offensive weapon of truth that disables the enemy, that destroys the enemy, that causes people to be set free and delivered and healed, that causes people to come and have true joy and true peace in their life, that takes people from a life of sin and death and gives them hope because Jesus is the only eternal hope. And that's my joy in life, is to be able to preach the gospel. You think I like talking about Mueller and you know the deep state? No, but because the hour is so late, remnant pastors are sounding the alarm right now because we want you to understand where we are on the timeline. So yeah, they're trying to steal our country. And yeah, they're trying to steal our, our freedoms. And yeah, we're in a very late outer, but we will press ahead no matter what. And so I just wanna leave you today with this hope because we've covered a lot of different things. Pray that the Supreme Court moves on our behalf. Pray that if there is you know, evidence from the White Hats, the people that have the servers possibly, or you know, they can go and, 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 and find out the information, that, uh, you know, the foreign intervention, that that information comes out. Pray that whatever it is, I don't know. I can't tell you for certain that anything's gonna happen. I can't tell you for certain that what's gonna happen. But what I can tell you for certain is that God is on the throne and what I can tell you for certain is that he's good. And he responds to the prayers of the righteous. And that's what I believe. 
And one day I'll tell you my testimony and why I believe so strongly. One day I'll tell you my testimony of why I believe what I do. Because I had a personal encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ when I almost died. And he saved me and he saved my life. And I've, I've served him ever since and I will never deny that he is real. He is so real. He is so real. And that's why we got to have faith and trust in him, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you so much for tuning in this broadcast. We will give you updates as they come in. But what I want to encourage you to do is not focus on the natural and not focus on the bad news and not focus on the fake news and not focus on what man's saying and not focus on all the different things that they want you to focus on. But instead, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. In Jesus' name, if you believe, say amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you guys. We bless you. We'll talk to you soon.